Hey friend, welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. I am so pumped up for today's episode. Think of this as a conversation with a friend. The kind of friend who will tell you how it is, that you can be honest and vulnerable with, all because you know you will leave the conversation feeling more encouraged and sure of the things you weren't originally so sure about. Today, I am sharing with you five things that are holding you back and giving you the exact thing to do about it. You ready to feel encouraged in today's episode? Well, then let's dive on it. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day, all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends. Not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 58 of the Best Day Podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. I am your host, Haley, and I am so excited to chat with you today and to simply give you a little bit of encouragement, especially if you are feeling a little overwhelmed or maybe you're feeling a little stuck and not exactly sure which direction you should go. I am here today to remind you that, hey, I hear you, I see you, and you are absolutely capable. So I'm excited. I love the concept of growing, the evolution of ever-changing who you are as a person, the further development of our strengths, the refining of our weaknesses, all to reach the potential of who we really are and who we truly want to be. I find myself so often in a season of reflecting, and maybe that's just being a mom and looking back at the previous seasons of my life when I wasn't a mom and thinking, oh my gosh, how, what did I do with my time? I find myself oftentimes reflecting on the past and the different versions of the person that I've been and all these different time periods where things have either gone well or I've struggled and what parts of my life were together and what parts of my life were not together. And it can be so easy to look back and reflect and also be eager and excited to look ahead to the future, right? If this is how much growing has happened, then where am I going to be two years from now, three years from now? And I love that. Yet at the same time, it can be so easy to feel stuck and so easy to feel uncertain. Uncertain about our direction, our calling, knowing if where we currently are is really where we're supposed to be. Yet despite those feelings of doubt, I strongly believe in learning through the season you are in. I firmly believe that there are things you can learn and things that you can understand based on the season of life you are currently walking through 
that is necessary to unlock where you need to go. And I strongly believe in that and strongly believe in learning through the hard and finding a steady, even within the moments of feeling like I don't know what I am doing. Maybe you find yourself a little like me, feeling as if your heart is being pulled in so many different directions and you're not really sure where to go. And you are trying so hard to tread carefully with both intention and purpose with each step you take, but you're afraid to step wrong or go in the wrong direction. So if you've been feeling a little blah in your life, feeling a little confused, uncertain, then this episode is for you. Bringing this word to truly encourage your heart and to remind you that you are capable of growing more like the person you've always dreamed of becoming. And so through this episode, I have five things, which are five thoughts that typically hold us back in life. These are thoughts that have held me back, thoughts that continue to hold me back at various points. And I really just wanted to shed light to them and state that, hey, this is what these thoughts are with the sole purpose of finding a freedom from them. Also, we can actually fix the thought that's holding us back and claim a victory over it so we can move forward with a sense of purpose and a whole lot of freedom and knowing that we can confidently walk in the direction of where we want to go. Now, I talk about this a lot on the podcast. I talk about becoming the person that we want to be and reaching that next destination and becoming that next level of a human being. And That could, for you, be pursuing a deep desire that you've always wanted to pursue but haven't really taken the step. Or it could just be a happier version of yourself. It could be a version of yourself where you prioritize taking care of you and prioritize being intentional. That next level version of yourself where you are more content and living an everyday life of just the things that you need to truly live without excess, without indulgence, right? Whatever that is, you'll know in your heart. It's just to encourage you that that is possible and to help inspire you to get there. Because it's so important to look ahead and to dream big and to vision the actual person and the type of life that we want to model and that we want to nourish for ourselves and the people in our life, for our family. And so these are five thoughts that are probably holding you back or have held you back at some point in your life and specific things to do to release the hold they have so you can walk on in confidence and freedom and own it completely. So we have five thoughts that are holding you back and I'm going to go ahead and tell you exactly what they are so you know up front these are the five things that are holding you back or may hold you back and then We will tackle each one, one by one. So very first thought that is holding you back is believing that nobody cares. The second thought that is holding you back is trying to be perfect. The third thought that is holding you back is fear in the unknown. The fourth thought that is holding you back is comparing yourself to others and others' journeys. And then the fifth thought that is holding you back is believing you are not good enough nor worth good and great things. Okay, so let's start with the very first one, believing that nobody cares. First off, this is a thought that is a lie, 
a thought that is restrictive and binding to you as a person to truly become who you want to be. Yet this is a lie that can so easily slip into our mindsets and make us feel so alone and so unworthy. Whenever I am living through the hard seasons, the seasons that just test me and challenge me, the moments where I feel so overwhelmed and uncertain and anxious, those are the moments that I feel the most alone. And those are the exact moments where I feel so strongly that no one cares. And when this mindset happens, when we feel as if nobody cares, the most important thing to do is to recognize that that is how we are feeling and to recognize it as a complete lie. So our fix for the first thought that's holding you back, believing that nobody cares, is to recognize that this voice is actually the voice of the overwhelm talking. It is the voice of the anxiety. It is the voice of the stress that is made to make us feel like we have to do hard things alone. We have to walk through life alone and recognize that it is simply not true. Realize that people do care. For me personally, I can easily have this tendency. And when I'm in these moments, it's so easy for myself to just isolate myself and to focus in on what I am doing. Yet instead, it's those moments more than ever when I need to let more people in. And I need to be a little more honest when people ask, hey, how are you doing? When we believe that nobody cares, it really is easy to feel worthless and really lose our sense of purpose. And with that, our motivation to move forward and to get things done can also fall. Instead, it's so important that we know that this belief, believing that nobody cares, is a lie and that people do actually care and that you are incredibly cared for and loved And don't ever be afraid to reach out to a friend or a loved one when you are feeling that way and let someone in. Don't let that thought win. The second thought that is holding us back is trying to be perfect. All right, I've mentioned this quite a bit on the podcast so much that, you know, I probably could just change the name of the podcast to something about living life as a non-perfectionist. Because here's the reality. I've tried to do this my whole life and it just simply won't work. And every single time in my life, I have tried to, again, just really hold on as if it's an armor of, okay, I can only do things if they are done the way that I want them to be done and the expectation is perfection. There's no room to grow in that because you will never grow because you will stay stuck waiting for the thing to be perfect, and it never, ever will be perfect. Trying to be perfect truly is a restrictive mindset, and it absolutely stunts in movement forward. If I take a look within my own life, whether it's organizing a room in my house or planning a lesson for school or working on a blog post, the times where I am the most unproductive are also the exact same moments when I'm so focused on trying to be perfect. So instead, The second thought that we have to let go of in order to move forward is stop trying to be perfect. And instead, instead of trying to be perfect, think of it this way. Done is better than perfect. I will have accomplished way more by getting the task simply done instead of focusing on perfection. 
Focus instead on showing up and serving the best you can in that moment and letting everything else fall aside. And understand that there is so much freedom that can come from letting this need for perfection go. And as you let the need for perfection go, give yourself all the grace as you love yourself as that version of you. Because that version of you, the version of you that can move forward despite things being perfect, that is the person that is doing an incredible heck of a job. Now, I do have a complete podcast episode on the number one way to overcome perfectionism for once and for all. I believe it's podcast episode 13. And I will link that in the show notes because if you are really like, you know, I could probably listen to that and be encouraged through that, then I will put that there for you and let you listen in and find all that freedom because it's good. Okay, number three, the third thought that is holding you back that you need to let go of is fear in the unknown. It can be so easy to stay stagnant and not jump towards a potential goal or idea because of fear. Having fear in the unknown, not knowing what it's going to look like, having fear of taking that chance, fear of making a move. Yet, the one thing I am so incredibly certain of is I don't want to live my life in fear. In fact, I want to live my life with tenacious faith. A faith that can believe in the things that are not yet seen. A faith that can believe in the wonder. A faith to believe in the miracles. A faith that can believe in the me of the future. The person who I have not yet become but will be. So in order to let the fear go and to embrace the faith instead of letting fear win and letting fear hold you in the unknown have faith and faith isn't anything without action it is having the belief and taking an action towards that belief now i cannot talk about faith and having faith over fear without sharing one of the verses of the bible that has incredible meaning and impact to my life This is a verse that I will oftentimes just speak out loud during situations where I feel anxious, overwhelmed, where I fear, feel fearful. And it's 2 Timothy 1.7, for I have not been given a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. Faith is the opposite of fear. In fact, faith is a spirit that holds power, represents love, and a sound mind. Faith is truth. Therefore, instead of living with fear of the unknown, cling in faith to what you know to be true and affirm those truths and take action in it. Cling to faith and let the steps you take be rooted in that very faith. The fourth thought that is holding you back is comparing yourself to others and others' journeys. Oh, comparison. It robs us of so much joy. It prevents us from any capable growth. It prevents us from doing what we are actually supposed to do, being the person we were born to be, because with comparison, we focus so much on everybody else and everybody else's story and everybody else's journey and what works for them because, well, that's their story. So in order to be free from this, We got to turn off the blinders. We have to turn off the distractions and get incredibly focused in on what it is that you are doing. Focus on who you are serving and how you can show up for that 
and in that role more as your real self and your authentic self. If we focus so much on comparing ourselves to others and our own journey to the journey of others, we lose sight and lose the value of what actually makes us unique and what makes us shine. There is value in your story. There is a purpose in your journey. And when you focus so solely on comparing your value and your story to the value and story of others, you will fall incredibly short every single time. Friend, there is so much more in store for you. And when you can let that comparison go, oh, it's all within reach. Now, I also do have a podcast episode with specific ways to help overcome comparison. This is another episode that I really poured my heart into. I believe it's episode 14. I will also link that in the show notes as well if you want to hear something more like this. Okay, the fifth thought that is holding you back and what to do about it. Believing you are not good enough nor worth good and great things. Friend, that is a lie. You are so, so good enough. You are worth amazing things. And in order to feel freedom from this thought that is binding and holding you back, step in faith and action and just change your thoughts here. Change your thoughts to I am enough. Not even good enough. Simply I am enough. I am more than enough. I am worth good and great things and affirm these things over and over again until you can get there. Even if you don't feel it, say it, speak it. The more you speak things with your words, the more they will come true. The more that they will resonate and create a firm foundation within your heart. Tell someone that you're feeling this way. Say it out loud. Say the thought that is within you that's holding you back, say it out loud to someone. Let them know that, hey, this is what I'm feeling. Because a lot of times when you say the thought out loud, you can realize, oh, this is silly. Hmm. It carried a lot of weight within me. But once I've said it out loud, I realize that's actually not true. And when you can say it out loud, you can let this binding thought flee from your spirit and your mind and replace it with the truths that you are good enough, that you are worth good and great things. I had a really, really hard moment this week in the classroom. And excuse me as I get really personal and vulnerable here, probably the most personal I've gotten on the podcast, but I had a really hard moment. Probably the closest moment I've ever have had in my teaching career to just wanting to break down in the middle of class and trying so hard to keep my composure. And I guess I have to say that, you know, this happened on a Friday and there was a lot going on this the week and very tired, exhausted, lots of feelings. And I also need to say that I truly love my students and I I love being able to spend time with them and teach, and it's awesome, right? Yet, there was this one class period, and within this class period, there was a lot of side conversation going on, a lot of jokes were being made, a lot of things were being said. I mean, 
you're familiar with how high schoolers can be, how people can joke and say things that they don't necessarily mean, but it can carry weight. And nothing was directed towards me. It was just directed towards friends of theirs in the class. But I didn't like it. I did I did not like it. And I never, ever want to be the teacher that just lets things go said without holding people accountable and without saying, hey, no, like these are the rules in my classroom and this is what this is what we do here. And so I wanted to take a moment to say, hey, I care tremendously about my classroom being a safe space, a place where you feel like you are seen and heard and valued and that you know your worth. Like at the end of the day, I don't mind saying this. At the end of the day, the number one goal I have for my classroom, besides, besides, I don't, I mean, I'm a history teacher, right? Of course, the history is important. But the number one thing that I want my students to leave my classroom with every single semester, every single year, is that they know that they matter and that their life matters and that they have value and that it is worth something incredible. And so I was just trying to tell them that the reason I get frustrated when they talk to each other this way is because it goes against what I work so hard to build in my classroom. And so I was trying to share this with them. I was really trying to, I was just trying to open up and just let them know, Hey, like, please listen. I have something really important I'm trying to say. And in the middle of me saying this, somebody said some joke and a few people in the class started laughing very loudly. And I walked out of my room. I said, you know what? I'm going to go get water because in that moment I could not stand there. In that moment I felt disrespected. I felt my heart disrespected. I felt it was hard. It was a hard moment. I walked out of my classroom. I filled up my water. I took a moment to regroup. I didn't want to go back because inside the thoughts and feelings I had inside my heart were so conflicting. I walked back into my classroom. I sat back down. There was about 10 minutes left of class. I tried so hard to keep my composure when each moment I just felt like I wanted to cry right there in front of 32 kids. Didn't care. 32 seniors, 32 18 year olds. And at the very end of class, after the bell rang, which I did with two minutes left, I was able to regain my composure and I did go back in front of the classroom and I said what I wanted to say. I finished the conversation that I was trying to say and the whole conversation was about words and making sure that the words we use to each other are uplifting because you never know what people are going through. You never know what kind of day somebody is having and words hold power. Words hold tremendous weight. The things we say to each other have the ability to make somebody's day, but also break it. Our words can give life, but they also can destroy it. And I wanted to say that to them, and I did. And I said, have a good weekend. I'll see you next week. And at the end, after all of that, some of the students that were the ones that were laughing during the first conversation came up to my desk to say, you know, I'm sorry. And, and, and this apology was sincere, right? Again, nothing about this conversation with you right now is me upset with anything that happened. 
I said, it's okay. I said, have a good weekend. I'll see you Monday or Tuesday, right? Three-day weekend. But they have no idea. They have no idea what I feel in my heart. They don't know as I sat there, right? As I sat there in that moment, knowing how much I love to be a teacher, how much I love pouring into students, how much that just fills my heart. But in that moment, standing there feeling completely disrespected and completely just blah, I was like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? My son is, I thought of my son. I thought of my son and how how I just wanted to be sitting with him and playing with him and snuggling with him and that it's not an easy choice to make being a working mom. It's hard. It's so hard. My heart can feel torn in two places and that Friday feeling that way in a place where I love, in a place where I feel safe, in a place where I thrive, all be in my classroom to feel so just, oh my goodness, my heart hurt. My heart hurt. And I really have no idea why I just shared that. Um, Not really sure. I'm going to keep it in there though. I'm not planning on deleting it or editing it out. I guess this is what I want to say. If there's ever people in your life, in your world that feel like they have it together, they know what's going on, that they are confident and secure in that, they probably don't. They're probably faking it. All I know is I want to evolve and I want to continue to grow and I want to continue to focus on my heart and figure out how can I show up each and every day to be a better person, to be a better wife, to be a better mom, to be a better friend, to be a better person in each area of my life that I am supposed to show up in. So that people, when they have a conversation with me, that they can feel love and that they can feel encouraged and that they can feel supported and they know that they are seen and they are heard and they are value and that they have tremendous impact and potential to truly make this life we live and this world we live in a better place. Because I believe in that. I truly do. So I truly hope that you were able to take something from this episode and you were able to take something and feel encouraged from it, that you were able to find a little bit of freedom, that if any one of these thoughts have been binding and restrictive and holding you back, that you would be able to let it go and to move forward. So real quick wrap up for you, the five thoughts holding you back and what to do about them. Number one, believing that nobody cares. Instead, recognize that that is a lie and let someone in. Number two, trying to be perfect. Instead, focus on just getting the task done and removing that expectation. Number three, having fear in the unknown. Instead, cling to faith and take action in that faith. Number four, comparing yourself to others. Instead, turn the focus to you and what you are doing and who are you, and who you are serving, not anyone else. And finally, believing you are not good enough. Instead, change your thoughts to the fact that you are enough and you are worth good and great things. I hope you felt encouraged in today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Wishing you have the best day. 
Until next time, friends, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.